Genesis chapter 39, verse 17 to 21. Then she told him the story. That Hebrew slave you brought us came to me to make sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. When his master heard the story, his wife told him, saying, This is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. We have so far examined three different types of people that you will certainly encounter as you journey through your season in life. Those who hate you because of your dreams and visions are probably the first set of people you will encounter. And next come those who observe you. Those who observe you. And may I say something a bit further about those who observe you. These are people that they love you. They care about you. But they will not take a public stand for you. Such people prefer to be politically correct. So they always try to sit on the fence. Jacob had all the dreams and visions and chose to observe his son rather than encourage and protect him from the hatred of his brothers. How would Jacob, how, how, how could he have sent a young Joseph alone to go and look for his brothers and check out their doing in the wilderness? How can one boy go and check on the safety of his ten older brothers in the bush? That's why it was easy for the brothers to manipulate and deceive Jacob, their father, that a wild, evil beast devoured Joseph in the wilderness. Observers always love to be politically correct. Of Herod, it is written that he loved John the Baptist and knew that he was just, he was a just and a holy man. And then he observed him and loved to hear him gladly. But Herod never took any public stand for John the Baptist. He observed him. He loved to hear him because he wanted to be politically correct. Observers provide an opportunity for those who hate you to execute their plans, unknown to them, unknown to them. Jacob was the one who created the opportunity for, for his brothers, for Joseph's brothers to kidnap him and send him to slavery. Herod was the observer who provided the opportunity for Herodias to demand for the head of John the Baptist. Mark chapter 6 verse 26 tells us that Herod was exceedingly sorry about the death of John the Baptist. But that is the challenge with observers. They love you. They are sorry also about things that go wrong with you. But in their effort to be fair to all, they create an opportunity for the enemies who hate you to strike. So be careful of people who observe you. They will not hurt you. But their failure to take a firm stand to support and defend you and your dreams may compromise your security. 
their failure to take a public stand and say, look, this man is not like that. Oh, that woman, I know her. That pastor, I know him. He is not like that. Their failure to take a public stand can compromise your security. And once you survive the people sent by the devil to tempt you, because after the observers, then you have those who tempt you. They tempt you to distract you, to distract and also to derail you. And once you go past those who tempt you, then you meet the fourth type of people that I call the accusers of the brethren. The accusers of the brethren. In my opinion, these are the most dangerous set of people you will ever encounter in life. You see, those who hate you, they do so because they dislike something about you. Joseph's brother hated them because of the dream and they asked themselves in Genesis 37 verse 8, Shall Joseph indeed reign over us? So those without a vision, those without a dream, we always come back to envy, to hate those who are serious and purposeful about their lives. And they will do all they can, everything in their power, to get the people with a dream and with a vision out of their way. The brothers of Joseph were very comfortable and satisfied as soon as Joseph was sold into slavery. They never had quarrels anymore. They did not have any problem with anybody because the remaining 10 of them had no dreams. They had no visions. So, so they, they are comfortable. Those who hate you, as soon as you are out of their space, as soon as the competition is gone, they are absolutely fine. But accusers, Accusers are those who desperately want something that you have. They want something from you and they will stop at nothing to bring you down if they cannot get what they want from you. Yes, accusers are the most dangerous people you will ever meet on earth. And they are so dangerous because those people operate at the same spiritual frequency as the devil. The devil is called the accuser of the brethren in Revelation chapter 12 verse 10. So accusers express the full nature, the full characteristic traits of the devil. On your way to the top, my dear friend, on your way to the top, you must learn how to deal with accusers, false accusers, men and women who have resolved to bring you down unless they have what you have that you are not willing to release to them. Mrs. Potiphar wanted sex at all costs with Joseph. She wanted sex badly and, and Joseph refused to give her what she wanted. So she accused him. She accused him falsely. May I bring some important points to your notice from the passage of scripture we just read? Most accusers, one of them is this, most accusers are close people. A man or woman cannot accuse you or cannot accuse you if that person is not close, if the person has no knowledge of you. Mrs. Potiphar had good knowledge of Joseph. The Bible says she saw him daily. Genesis chapter 39 verse 10. The Bible says, so it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. So accusers are close by. There are people close to you, people in your inner circle, people that speak to you daily. 
even from my experience in life and in ministry, those who accuse you are those who are most close to you. That's why you must be discerning in all that you do and also live a transparent life according to the scripture so that the enemy will have nothing to accuse you of. Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 30 that the ruler of this world is coming and he has nothing in me. And how did he come? Through Judas. Someone who was with Jesus daily. So accuser is coming. He must come from you. It's part of your lot for someone to accuse you in your family, in the church, on your job, in your neighborhood, even on the street as you are walking. Many people have been falsely accused and have been sentenced to jail for 30 years, 40 years as the case may be. Some have even lost their lives in the process. Accusers. Accusers. I want you to always remember this. Don't ever forget that it is the goal of every accuser to bring you to the court where you will be sentenced and detained in prison or condemned to death. Accusers bring great men and women of God, servant of God, disciples of God, holy men, bring them to the court of public opinion where innocent and undiscerning people are judged and condemned even unto death by ignorant people. You see, accusers are very complex to deal with. Very complex. Because you never know them until they manifest. Haters on the other and those who hate you are well known. So you can escape from them. David knew that Saul hated him. So 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 13 says, David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. This was after Saul attempted to kill him because David killed Goliath and became a person of honor in Israel. You remember the song of the woman in 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 7? So most times, you are not in doubt of those who hate you. And the best way to deal with them is to behave yourself wisely. Try to avoid them when you are with them. Be cautious. When you go through their doors, through their homes, through their space, be careful. But those who accuse you are mostly unknown to you for most part of your life until the day they choose to strike. The church is full of many accusers. The world is full of accusers. Husbands accuse their wives. Wives accuse their husbands. Children accuse their parents. Brethren accuse church leaders. Church leaders accuse the brethren. And the cycle continues. But the cycle of accusation, false accusation, breaks when people really understand that an accuser is a co-laborer with the devil. A false accuser is a co-laborer with the devil. For the devil is the master accuser of the brethren. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. Revelation chapter 12 verse 10. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, I silence the voice of accusation. The lying spirit that has limited the full expression of the power of his Christ in the lives of people. In the church of the living God, 
in our families, in our homes. I silence the voice of accusation in our marriages, in our, in our leadership. I silence the voice of accusation in our government. And I decree that men and women will begin to take responsibilities for their own lives so that they can rise and walk in the fullness of the power of God. Thank you, Father. Amen.